Giving you the news ahead of the rest. Early edition with Kate Hawksby, News Talk ZB. It is 21 past five, Thursday morning. Well, yesterday in Parliament, New Zealand's relationship with the monarchy was once again debated. This was after a motion was set to congratulate the Queen on her Platinum Jubilee. Uh, The Māori Party, of course, voted against that motion and the Greens say our head of state should be from New Zealand. So how would the monarchy and the UK feel if we just turned our backs on the institution? Royal commentator Richard Fitzwilliams joins us now out of the UK. And Richard, um, here in New Zealand, we've had a lot of discussion recently about our relationship with the Crown. What would the implications be if New Zealand moved away from the monarchy? Well, I think that the palace would obviously accept it uh, with regret. The official line has always been that the 15 Arbatus and Arbatus has become a republic, uh, nations of the Commonwealth who are still monarchies. Uh, it's up to each individual nation to go their own way. There is no doubt that there's a lot of speculation that in Charles ascends the throne and thereafter, further countries would become republics. On the other hand, it isn't quite so simple. So far as New Zealand is concerned, of course, it just requires a simple vote in the parliament. Whereas, say, for example, you take Australia, you have to have a majority at the referendum and also four of the six Australian states. And in Canada, all of the provinces have to vote for it. So... There are different ways that they could, if they wished, become a republic. On the other hand, I think that Britain overall would rather regret it in the sense that it would seem to be a tie that was broken, uh, which had uh, been very precious to a great many people over a great many years. I was going to ask about whether the UK would actually care because, you know, we're just a little island nation at the bottom of the world, really. But, you know, every nation has a distinct identity, and it's, of course, up to the citizens in those particular nations to define what that identity is for themselves, if they wanted a referendum, or, in, uh, for example, if one takes the three referenda that have been held in Australia in 1999, which, of course, famously voted to stay uh, with the Crown, even some of the reasons for that vote was the difficulty in finding an alternative, which is, of course, very, very significant in Tuvalu and um, in St. Vincent and the Grenadines, there were referenda, and they voted to stay with the Crown. Interesting that Barbados decided it has been long rooted in their politics and very much debated. They decided to have become a republic, but without a referendum. Now, that was strange, because consulting the people is very significant, obviously. And one of the reasons that Republicans, I think, somewhat fail to see the benefits of monarchy is that they tend to identify monarchists, that they tend to be elderly, although elder people do tend to have more conservative views, and they also tend to have had some connection with Britain. Richard, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Richard Fitzwilliams, royal commentator, very good point he makes. It's very true, isn't it? Although I know a lot of young people who like the monarchy.